Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 212. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about why the interest rate cycle has bottomed and what to do about it. Well, if you've been listening to my show for a while, you know that I love to talk about cycles and I follow them very closely and I feel like, feel like, feel like we're like we're, we're in the midst of probably seven cycles happening simultaneously that are major financial cycles. But the one that I want to pick today to talk about is the interest rate cycle, which is a 30-year cycle. As you know, interest rates bottomed recently in July after the Fed raised rates late in 2015, the first time the Fed had raised rates in years, and they raised them a quarter point, or what we call 25 basis points, 0.25%. And since that time, we've been kind of wobbling around with interest rates, but they did bottom in July, and since that time... Bonds have lost over $1.7 trillion just in November. And this has come about because the Fed has been talking about raising rates and raising rates, and they've talked about it all year in 2016, but have not done it. But just their talking about it certainly does manipulate interest rates. And if they talk about raising them, it's certain to make interest rates go up in anticipation of the Fed raising rates. So what we saw was the five-year Treasury note went from 0.91 in July to 1.87 recently, which is a 100% move or a double. We also saw 30-year yields that went from 2.1% to 3.06% or a 50% move, which is enormous in any kind of a market. But in interest rates, it's especially important because lots of things are tied to interest rates. Lots of financial instruments, of course, mortgages are tied to interest rates. Credit cards can be tied to interest rates. It affects a lot of things. And a 30-year mortgage is now 4.125%, still a good rate, very low historically, but that rise in interest rates could move some adjustable rate mortgages by 25% higher. So this is catastrophic for some people. And for people who are on adjustable rate mortgages and have seen these increases in their payments. Well, interest rates are basically on this 30-year trend, and now we see that they're rising again. And this has also had a negative impact on real estate. Since some sales have already slowed in certain states, some markets are just still really hot, but we've certainly seen New York and Florida and Aspen and Connecticut, um, Aspen, of course, being a city, but we've seen uh, the high-end market in Aspen come down. 
and those other states have been impacted. So we are seeing real estate in certain cities slowing, and we've also seen foreclosures are actually on the rise again. And that's not surprising since interest rates have been skyrocketing. I mean, literally, if you look at the chart, it looks like a hockey stick, just straight up. So it's been a dramatic and very fast rise. And of course, interest rates also impact currencies, especially the dollar. And although the dollar has trended stronger, other currencies around the world have had wild swings in value not the least of which is the pound, which recently traded at a 31-year low. Of course, more related to what's going on with Brexit and their issues, but still, it's interesting to see that currencies around the world are also going to stretching to tops and bottoms, uh, highs and lows that are dramatic. And this sort of creates some wobble in some of the markets. You know, higher rates make the dollar stronger, which impacts many other currencies. And some of those currencies also have their debt tied to the dollar. So it's hurting their exports. It's making our exports more expensive. It's slowing our economy here. You know, people think a strong dollar is a good thing. It's really only a good thing if you're a tourist shopping abroad. (laughs) But if you're a business, a multinational, it really can wreak havoc with your pricing and with slowing your sales. On top of that, of course, the debt bubble, the sovereign debt, government debt, is also affected by interest rates. And so now we have the largest debt bubble the world has ever seen. And of course, the US, China, Japan, Europe, and many other countries, Greece, you know, a lot of the countries in the European Union are having issues with debt. We're seeing this everywhere. And debt has been growing a lot since 2008, when we had the last financial crisis. And our problems really didn't get fixed at all when we went through that crisis. And in fact, what's happened is now they've ballooned bigger and gotten worse because now we have more debt and somewhere ahead of us is another crisis like 2008, only probably worse because everything is magnified now. It's kind of like if you had financial trouble and you were going to declare bankruptcy because you had so much debt, and I gave you a credit card and loaned you money and, you know, gave you hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit, and you went and you spent all of that, well, I haven't solved your problem. Temporarily, it might have felt like it was solved, but the reality is your problem is worse, and it hasn't been solved. So nothing that we did in the 2008 crisis solved that situation. So we still have massive debt. And in fact, it's gotten bigger. So that is causing issues because as interest rates rise, of course, that debt is going to have larger and larger interest payments. So that's going to cause trouble for all countries that have a lot of debt. And it also will impact the dollar eventually, but for right now, the dollar 
is the currency of choice. It's the world's reserve currency. It's a currency that people run to when other currencies aren't doing well. So it's going to be the strongest, the longest. And as things fall apart in Europe, which I'm going to do a podcast soon about what's going on in Europe so people really get a picture of how that's going to impact our markets here, you can see that what's going on in Europe is also going to cause the dollar to strengthen as the euro and the future of the euro comes into question. But for now, what you want to do is get rid of any variable interest that you have, whether that's an adjustable rate mortgage, a line of credit, whatever that might be, if it's adjustable, if it's tied to LIBOR or tied to Prime or some other mechanism that can increase and can cause your interest rate to go up, usually it's like Prime plus two or something like that where it's the Prime rate plus whatever additional uh margin they put on there. But if you are in some sort of adjustable interest rate credit, you want to get out of that because anything where there's an interest rate that can change, you need to pay off as soon as possible because this is going to be a longer term trend of rates rising. And now that the election is behind us, perhaps the Fed may raise rates faster because they don't have the election to worry about. So we may see all of that positioning and talking and that hawkish tone come to pass next year as they may raise rates more. If the economy does well, if unemployment looks good, I think the Fed will continue to raise rates. And just next week, we'll find out if the Fed does raise rates. But for now, interest rates are already at where the Fed would be if they raised them. So in other words, the market is pricing this in to almost 100% certainty that the Fed will raise rates next week. So we'll see what happens. I think that they will raise rates, but we'll find out and we will see. And uh, just be aware that whether or not the Fed raises rates, rates have already gone up and they're already where the Fed would price them. So the market has its own ability to anticipate rates and go to where rates are trending before the Fed even takes action. So you want to get out of any adjustable rate mortgages or lines of credit. You want to shift to a fixed rate mortgage. You want to pay off that line of credit. Anything that's got an adjustable rate where they could charge you more interest, you want to be paying off as soon as possible and make that your focus. Have you gone over to my website and gotten your 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth? Go on over and get my short report of things you can do to improve your wealth today. Just go to lindapjones.com. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.